Cisco Live US 2019 Network Design and CCDE Focused Sessions, Episode 43. Welcome back, my friends, nerds, geeks, and ziglets out there. Today, I have another episode of the Zigbits Network Design Podcast, where zigabytes are faster than gigabytes. As always, my goal is to provide you with real-world context around technology. I'm your host, ZigZiga. Welcome back to the show. Oh, it has been a long time, but I, it feels like it was just yesterday that I was on this microphone talking to all of you. Thank you all for listening. Let's just get right in today's show, okay? So today's show is uh, something I usually have done weeks, maybe even a month or two before Cisco Live US. And this year, I was a little behind the power curve. I, I, I honestly usually have this podcast published, released way by now. And it gives you guys a chance to review and make your decisions for for your Cisco Live schedule. And this year, we just I just didn't have a chance to do it um, based on the workload that I had going on. And in addition, we honestly didn't know what the future of the CCDE was, the Cisco Certified Design Expert. Um, with no CCDE tutorials this, this time around, um, and a lot looming on the future of the certification program, um, a number of us in this community, we just weren't sure what was going to happen, and we were waiting to hear uh, the announcements at Cisco Live US 2019. But I am very happy to state that the CCDE is not dead. The Cisco Certified Design Expert Certification is very much alive and chugging along. There are currently no announcements, no announced changes at all to the CCDE, and better yet, there are actual practical dates scheduled. So as soon as the announcements went out um, with the huge certification changes that we will cover in a different podcast episode, not this one. So if you're looking for all those certification changes, all those listed in the next podcast episode in a couple couple of days, this podcast episode is specifically going to focus on the sessions that you should focus on, um, that you should go watch the recordings, download the PDFs that are going to help you become a better network designer. And if you are going down the CCDE journey for yourself, that they will help you during that journey, uh, brush up on some of your design experience or, or areas where you need some additional help. That's what this session, this uh, podcast episode is all about. So Let's let's go ahead and highlight the next four CCDE practical dates that were announced uh, last week. So we have October 15th, 2019. We have March 19th, 2020. July 9th, 2020. And then November 10th, 2020. And I will have a direct link to these dates and all the other future dates in the show notes for this, this uh, session, this episode. Again, this is episode 43 and all show notes will be at zigbits.tech slash 43. This show format will be slightly different than the past years. It'll probably be a little quicker, but it will be definitely uh, a lot different. Or I said slightly and a lot. I'm rambling. It'll be different because um, Cisco Live has already happened, so there is no need to do a schedule of sessions this year. Um, what we are going to highlight is the sessions that you really should um, download the PDF, like I said, go watch the recordings, uh, and really help you in your journey towards being a better network designer and this 
SCCDE. So if you are studying for the Cisco Certified Design Expert Certification, um, if that is your journey that you are on, or you intend to be on that journey soon, then I would definitely take a look at this podcast. This one's for you. And go through these sessions, identify the sessions that you believe uh, you need some additional help with, the technologies that we're going to highlight. Maybe it's segment routing, maybe it's IGP, maybe it's BGP. Whatever it might be, feel free. Go through these ses- this session list and uh, watch these recordings. So this year, we have narrowed down the session list from last year's 55 sessions to 35 sessions. So we've, we've taken out 20. Either they didn't have those sessions this year. Um, or uh, we've added some additional sessions that took their place. So instead of 55 sessions like last year, we have 35 sessions this year to cover. This is the ZigBits CCDE Network Design Cisco Live US 2019 specific sessions. So our first, our first session on the list is BRK MPL-2118, Evolving Network Application Use Cases Using Segment Routing in the Enterprise. I think segment routing is a very important technology uh, from a design perspective. There's a lot of capabilities that segment routing brings to the table, specifically in the enterprise space. Everyone kind of thinks in this industry that segment routing is a service provider technology. But in most cases, it, it is. But there are some use cases and capabilities that you can get with segment routing in the enterprise space. So this is great. This one's all about use cases and how you can leverage the corresponding application use cases with segment routing. Again, that one was BRK MPL-2118. And, and in the show notes, as I go through these, again, I'm going to go through all 35 this year just to cover down on them, give you a brief description of each one. I will have links to the direct page on the on-demand Cisco Live library. Um, you can go to this site, go to the show notes, click the link. It will direct you to the page this session is on for Cisco Live US 2019. The next one is BRKDCN-2035. And this one is VXLAN BGP eVPN-based multi-site. So this is important uh, and kind of a key thing for multi-site designs. Um, I think anything with VXLAN, BGP, and eVPN in a mix, um, multi-site or not multi-site, is, is important to get some understanding on. Not all of us deal with VXLAN and, and eVPN on a day-to-day basis. So as you probably already know, my focus in this uh, list of sessions is really to call out those technologies that you may not have a day-to-day interactions with. It's important for us to to get our knowledge and understanding on these technologies while we can, and this is a great opportunity. So again, this VXLAN BGP EVPN based multi-site that is BRK DCN two uh, two zero three five. Next one is a QoS one, and if you follow along, you know I'm not a big fan of QoS, but we have to know it. This is BRK CRS-2501. This is Campus QoS Designed Simplified. I do like that it's simplified, um, but again, we all must know QoS. We must know how to design around QoS. Um, and there are a couple other QoS sessions in this list. All right, the next one is BRK IPM-3017. And this is actually MVPN or multicast VPN deployment models. And I call this one out because it's not an everyday thing. We don't sit here and do tons of multicast VPN deployment models. So we don't talk about all the different profiles out there. And there are a lot of them. I think there's either 25 or 30 profiles. And this is one of those sections or one of those, those topics that we really need to brush up on and understand all the different profiles so we know when, when we can use one over the other. 
especially when you're talking about design, because there might be some pros and cons between different profiles and multicast VPN options that you want to compare and, and make the right decision from a design perspective. Again, there's pros and cons to everything. All right, next one is BRKRST-3122. This is segment routing, technology deep dive, and advanced use cases. So once again, segment routing, um, one of those key technologies. I actually am really a big fan of segment routing. Uh, I believe segment routing will have a, uh, will solve a lot of business problems in the future, So if it doesn't already. So I think segment routing is one of those technologies that we should definitely know, definitely understand the pros and cons to it. And this, this session actually gives you a deep dive on it and advanced use cases. So um, it might be very helpful from a design perspective. Next one's BRK MPL-2102. This is designing MPLS-based IP VPNs. So we have design in the title. So that's kind of a no-brainer, right? It's designing MPLS-based IP VPNs. If you're familiar with MPLS, you may not need to go to that session or record or watch that recording, right? You're not going to the session because this live's over. Um, but if you're going to go through the, the recordings, you might not need to go through that specific recording or that PDF. Maybe just search the PDF. Next one is BRK MPL-2100. This is deploying traffic engineering in MPLS and segment routing backbones. So traffic engineering is a big, big topic to know how to design for. And specifically just MPLS. Let's forget about segment routing for a minute, but understanding how to design traffic engineering for MPLS and what are the pros and cons to the different features within traffic engineering? Why are you doing traffic engineering from the beginning? Like why why you do you have a need or desire to do traffic engineering? What are you trying to do? And why? Those are your design questions for the day. Traffic engineering is can be complex. And then when we take it out of the MPLS side of things and we go to segment routing, it'd be the same thing. So this session is actually very interesting to me because we can get a traffic engineering understanding for MPLS and segment routing. We can combine them two in this session. Next one's a BRK MPL-2115. MPLS architectural approaches for data center and cloud. So this one's always intriguing to me because we're talking about MPLS. And traditionally, when we talk about MPLS, we talk about MPLS and the service provider clouds, uh, service provider networks or service provider companies. In this case, we're talking about data centers and cloud. So here's some architectural approaches, really potential use cases, if you will, of where you can apply MPLS and these other places in the network. Next one is BRK IPM-2249, multicast and segment routing. Again, multicast, one of those technologies that I just despise, and we got segment routing with it. So um, how do you run multicast in a segment routing world? That's the session for you. Then we got, as you can see, the next four, the next four are going to be all troubleshooting focused sessions because I think um, I didn't have these on here last year and the year before. Uh, I didn't have any troubleshooting sessions on here because um, originally I thought troubleshooting may not be something that you want from a design perspective. Um, after going to through some of these sessions and looking at the PDFs and the recordings, I've realized that these are actually very useful from a theory perspective because how can we design real-world solutions if we don't know how the protocols work? So if you know these protocols in and out, then maybe not go to these these four sessions. But if you, you know, maybe you don't know these protocols in and out. So the first one is BRKRST-3310. This is troubleshooting OSPF. And I'll ask this question. And if the answer is no, then you need to watch this recording. So the question is, is can you draw the entire OSPF topology 
having access to only one router, one router in your network. You have no access to any other router. Can you draw the entire OSP of topology by looking just on that configuration of that one router? And if the answer is no, then this session you must watch for sure. The next one is BRKRST-2331. BRKRST this is troubleshooting EIGP networks. So how, do you, how does EIGP function and how do you troubleshoot it? Next one's BRK, RST, a lot of RST here. Uh, 3320, this is troubleshooting BGP. So BGP is actually a pretty, pretty big topic. So how do you troubleshoot BGP? What goes into BGP? What, what do you need to know from a design perspective from a BGP uh, side of things? So troubleshooting BGP is a very important topic. And the theory behind it, Oh, it's huge. So keep in mind that this session is going to have a whole bunch of information from a BGP perspective, but it's not going to have everything on BGP. BGP is too big of a topic to just have a two-hour session on. Um, it's going to have probably the most common things that you need to know about BGP and how to troubleshoot it. All right, the last one on this troubleshooting bandwagon is BRK IPM-2264. This is multicast troubleshooting, one of my favorite sessions every year. So if you know multicast, but you don't know how to troubleshoot it, go to this session. Um, this gives you a clear understanding on how to handle multicast and how to troubleshoot it when it doesn't work. All right, our next one's BRK OPT-2000, Deploying Data Center Interconnect with Wavelength Division Multiplexing. So this is going to be your CWDM and uh, uh, DWDM technologies, your wavelength division, whatever type, if it's coarse or dense. Um, and then it's also data center interconnects. So data center interconnects is a huge topic. How do you connect your data centers together? Is it L2, L3? Don't do L2, please. Um, yeah, that's my opinion, though. If you do L2, have fun with that. Uh, I prefer L3 or some sort of overlay technology like VXLAN EVPN. BRK CRS-1500, Introduction to Campus Wired LAN Deployment Using Cisco Validated Designs. So it's your wired LAN in the campus side of things. This one's here because it is a design thing, right? You're, you got the design in the names. It's the design concepts deployment. You might know this. So you know, this is one of those ones I might skip if you've already gone through this process. Maybe you deploy uh, campus networks all the time. This isn't wireless. It's wired. So keep that in mind. Next one's BRK DCN-3378, Building Data Center Networks with VXLAN BGP EVPN. So once again, that B VXLAN BGP EVPN, we, we don't always get a day-to-day -day interaction with that technology, but we really should understand the pros and cons of that technology and when to implement that technology versus others. All right, our next one is BRK MPL-3333. We got the threes here. This is another EVPN. This was Network Virtualization Solution for Next Generation Enterprises, DCs, DC Interconnects, and SPDCs. And that's a mouthful, but the intent here is EVPN and how you, you leverage EVPN in these different design situations, if you will, different locations. We got data centers, data center interconnects, and uh, service provider data centers. How do you use EVPN to be successful in those areas? It's a very interesting session. BRK DCN-2300, Modern Infrastructure Designs of Business Continuity, Continuity, yeah, I can't pronounce that word, Architectures. So it's your, your, your data center, uh, sorry, your DR, Disaster Recovery Plans. Anything that's going to be disaster recovery is important. Business Continuity, Architectures, that's important. Next one's BRK RST-2041, WAN Architectures and Design Principles. 
Ooh, WAN architectures and design principles. So if you do not build out WANs on a daily basis or a monthly basis or a weekly basis or whatever, if you don't build out a lot of WAN architectures, you know this might be something to give you a good, a good beginner, good primer on WAN architectures, and it actually goes in some pretty details on design principles. Next one is BRK MPL-2112. This is MPLS WAN Backbone Solutions and Design for Enterprise and Service Providers, SP. I, I spelled it out. Um, so again, MPLS and how do you how do you build out solutions for your backbone between your enterprise and, and service provider environments? So this is including both place, both types or verticals, if you will, enterprise and service provider, but it's the backbones. So do you do a BGP free core? Do you not? How do you do your route reflector designs? All important stuff, right? BRK OPT-1001, Transport Network Modernization and TDM, TDM to IP Migration. So one of those topics that I find it hard to really dig into because there's not a lot of information out there uh, is uh, anything to do with like fiber, but specifically around like uh, CWDM and DWDM because those topics seem to be uh, maybe legacy topics, but there's there's not a lot of information out there for it. So whenever I find a, a session that even talks about optical in any way, which this one does, um, I, I kind of jump to it, right? Because it's not something we do on a daily basis. It's actually a very, very unique skill set. And um, in my experience, we usually contract that out. We usually subcontract that out to uh, an organization or companies that specialize in it. Even on the partner side, like a lot of partners don't do this work. So if you have a partner value-added reseller or a VAR partner, um, a lot of times they will subcontract us out to a skilled small company that that's all they do is uh, optical work. Uh, again, that's CWDM and DWDM work. So this session, BRK OPT-1001, is something along those lines. So any session that has optical in it is, is pretty much getting added to this list. Uh, next is BRK SEC, so security, dash 2881. This is designing remote access and site-to-site IPsec networks with FlexVPN. So FlexVPN is one of those technologies that we just need to understand what it does and how it works. But we're also talking about remote access, so that RA VPN, remote access, and site-to-site IPsec networks. We got BRK RST-2042. This is a highly available wide area network design. Um, so that's following the one we had a little while ago, 2041, which was WAN architectures and design principles. Here we're talking about highly available wide area network designs. So how do we make our wide area network highly available? And you need to know that. I'm telling you, you do. You want to make sure you know that from being a, just being a good network designer. And if you and that that's number one, you need to know that. And then also, if you're going to go after that CCDE, that Cisco Certified Design Expert certification, then you definitely need to know this, right? So two aspects, depending on your journey. If you're just wanting to be a better network designer, make sure you know this stuff. Uh, but if you are going to go after that Cisco Certified Design Expert certification, then you, again, will need to know this stuff. So... The next session, BRK RST-2044. So this is enterprise multi-homed internet edge architectures. This is really going to be reliable and redundant internet connectivity. You're leveraging BGP. So what do you do uh, from a, a BGP perspective, an ASN perspective, and your networks? BRK DCN-2218. This is data center design for the mid-size enterprise. So how do you design your data centers? 
right? So think of this as like your your spine leaf architectures, your claws architectures. Um, those are going to be things that you're going to see in here. So if you need some good use cases on, you know, spine leaf um, spine leaf architectures or claws architectures, take that out. Uh, check that out. Not take that out. Check that out. All right, our next one's BRK OPT-2106. So this is another optical with that OPT in the name. This is DWDM 101 and Technology Advances. So I, again, I like this because we don't get this technology on a day-to-day -day basis. And you know, you're going to get a basic understanding of 101, and then you're going to get some advances in the technology. All right, next one is BRK SEC-3052. So this is uh, the title is a BRK SEC, so the, the identifier is security. This is demystifying DMVPN. So it's in the security track, but DMVPN, dynamic multipoint VPN, um, which makes sense is in the security track. We're talking about a VPN. VPN's in the name. Um, I think this is interesting for us to understand DMVPN and the use cases around DMVPN. Um, how would you leverage DMVPN to solve some of your 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 business problems, if you will. Um, so DMVPN is one of those technologies that I would definitely make sure you understand the pros and cons. I'd understand the different phases, phase one, two, and three of DMVPN. And then also understand that you don't need to run DMVPN with IPsec. You, you can, it's an option, right? But you can run DMV, DMVPN without IPsec too. So they, are, they kind of are different solutions, different designs, if you will. And then you can run your IGPs across that. Um, and, and how does that all work? What's the pros and cons of running EIGRP on your DMVPN's network or OSPF or vice versa? Those are, those are important things to understand and be able to design for. BRK SAN-2883. So this is your SAN. So this is Advanced Storage Area Network Designs. So another topic that I don't think comes up enough is how do you, how do you design for your storage area network? Do you have an A and a B side and you literally keep them separate? Do you do dual sides that can fail over between the two? Um, so this is going to be advanced you know, SAN designs. And I think this would be very informative. You don't necessarily have to do this on a day-to-day -day basis. I think just take the recording, have a, have a watch of it, um, read through the PDF slides, you know, um, and you'll be able to get a good, good grasp on storage area network designs. All right, we got another QoS one here, BRKRST-2515. This is QoS design and deployment for wireless LANs, though. See, so I threw in some wireless stuff in here. Um, we we really need to know how to how to design things for wireless. Wireless is becoming such a more prominent connectivity method than wired. I mean, wired is still there and still at the top, but wireless is happening more and more and more. So uh, again, this is QoS design and deployment for wireless LANs. All right, we got BRK SPM-2034, 5G mobile transport design and deployments. So 5G has become this huge item, and we're going to have a, session, a show on 5G and Wi-Fi 6 in the near future. So keep your your uh, your social media looks out, your eyes out for it. We're going to have a 5G and Wi-Fi 6 show in the near future, comparing them and understanding the pros and cons between the two technologies um, so that you can be successful in what you're doing uh, from a design perspective, but also from your customer business perspective. But some people think 5G is like the answer to everything, and, it, and it's not. Um, there, there's a cost associated with it, um, and there's also some limitations with 5G. There's a lot of positives with 5G, but there's some limitations with 5G. So we'll have that in another session, another, another, I keep saying a session. We'll have that in a, another podcast episode in the near future. All right, our next one is uh, BRKRST-2309, Introduction to WAN MACSEC. Aligning encryption technologies with WAN transport. 
So I've deployed MaxSec twice in my career. So only twice. Um, so it's definitely something that from my experience that any session that you can get on MaxSec would be highly uh, important to go through. So here's one on MaxSec. Um, knowing how to do like hop by hop MaxSec or utilizing a, a policy engine to do your authentication, unless you do like um, your predefined authentication that doesn't change. I mean, there's different options, but definitely taking a look at this session, you'll get some understanding of how to do WAN MaxSec. And just so you don't, if you don't know what MaxSec is, take a look at it, but it's, you're encrypting the traffic before it rides over the line. So you're making an encrypted tunnel, if you want to call it a tunnel, maybe the wrong terminology, I'm not sure. Uh, but you're, you're encrypting it between the two devices. So you're doing it hop by hop encryption. So traffic's going from one device to another device, but before it transfers over that wire, there is a encrypted connection across that wire. So you're actually sending more traffic to make that encryption happen, and then you're sending those packets across that line in an encrypted format. All right, only a couple more sessions left to go through. Take a breath, right? <sighs> We're almost there. All right, BRKEWN, this is dash 2013. This is high density Wi-Fi designs, deployment and optimizations. So anything with Wi-Fi that's gonna have high dense, high density or high demand, we need to know about, right? So think of high density would be like, um, I always like to use the terminology or an example, not terminology, the example of like um, a sporting event. So you have high density, a whole bunch of devices. So a sporting event where you have, you know, 20, 30,000 people, hey, maybe Cisco Live would be a high density, right? We had 25,000 people there, I think, give or take a few numbers off there. So that's a high density. And then high demand would be something that's using a lot of bandwidth, right? And so any of those sessions or technologies that use either high density or high demand by themselves or a combination thereof. So there are some cases where you see high demand and high density, um, but you need to know how to design those Wi-Fi solutions to be a better network designer. BRKRST-2124, this is introduction to segment routing. So this is kind of on a low priority scale. So I'm assuming that most of us already kind of know what segment routing is, but if you don't take it, or not take it, because you can't take it, um, <laughs> review the session. There we go. And, and it gives you a good baseline of what segment routing is, right? So this is a 2000 level series class though. So it's not like a 1000 level series, 2000 level series, but they do give you an understanding of segment routing. Um, the terminology, how it works, that kind of stuff. But if you already know that, then you can skip that. BRKEWN-2027. This is Design and Deployment of Outdoor Wireless Networks. I love this. So what you're doing some sort of outdoor wireless networks design. Think of like a quad at a, at a college. Think of, um, yeah, I think a quad's a good example. Or some huge, big, maybe you have a huge campus network and you have multiple you know, people walking around outside. Um, you have multiple buildings in the campus and you just need Wi-Fi outdoors. I mean, that's a pretty big design right there. That's what that session's all about. All right, our last one, the last one for the list, 35 here, is BRKCRT-2601. This is VRF, MPLS, and multi-protocol BGP fundamentals. Now, if you know VRFs, so you know MPLS, and you know multi-protocol BGP, then you can skip it. But this is really going to give you those fundamentals that you need to be successful with these technologies. You know, these technologies, if you know them really well, then you're good to go. But maybe you don't. Maybe you've been in the enterprise space for a while and you haven't seen these technologies. So this is a good kind of primer to VRFs, MPLS, and multi-protocol BGP fundamentals.
Well, that's the list this year. It's a short list, 35 sessions, not too long. You can go download the PDFs. You can go watch all the recordings. They're all out there now. And again, I have direct links every session. So you can easily click the links in the show notes. And when you click the link, it'll redirect you just to the session that I'm calling out. And let's just use an example. So we're all on the same page. So BRKCRT-2601, that last one, VRF and MPLS, uh, sorry, VRF, MPLS, and multi-protocol BGP fundamentals. You'll click the link. The link will redirect you to the Cisco on-demand library. You might have to log in. Once you log in, it'll go to the front page of that session. Now, I have in my link saved the uh, event ID in the link. So it will only show the session for Cisco Live US 2019 that happened in sunny San Diego, California. So... Um, that is the only session you should see. If for some reason you do not see that session, let me know. If the links are broken, I will fix them. Just give me a heads up, let me know, and I will fix them. All right. Hopefully you enjoyed uh, these these this session list this year. Again, if you want to be a, net, a better network designer, or if you are going after the Cisco Certified Design Expert Certification, which I do recommend, it is by far the most important certification I have. Uh, design is such an important thing that we can do in this industry, and we are not taught design uh, at the beginning of our careers in this field. We're, we're taught ones and zeros, CLI, configure this, configure that, and we're not taught how to ask the questions and how to properly design. So the Cisco Certified Design Expert Certification is by far one of the most important certifications that I believe are out there, and it gives you a chance to really change your mindset Focus on design and ask the questions. Why are you doing this? Do you have an actual reason, need, desire, business case to do this? And if you do, then great. Let's design it for that specific business case and not for some other case, other use case, like a CCIE lab or whatever. Not that I've done that. Maybe I have. Maybe I haven't. All right, my friends, nerds, geeks, and Ziglets, that's going to close out today's episode of the Zigbits Network Design Podcast. Again, we covered Cisco Live US 2019 in sunny San Diego. We covered the network design and CCDE focused sessions this year. Uh, it was a short episode, so we're just getting back in the groove of doing these. Hopefully, you will hear more and see a lot more in the future. You can visit zigbits.tech to access the show notes. Today's show notes will be at zigbits.tech slash 43, episode 43. If you liked today's episode, if it inspired you, resonated something within you, or provided a level of real-world context, let me know. You can find Zigbits on all of the socials, that's Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook, by searching for Zigbits. You can also send me an email to feedback at zigbits.tech. I haven't done that in a while. Did pretty good, actually. That's all from memory. I'm pretty shocked, actually. Well, as always, I appreciate and thank you all for listening. I really do appreciate it. This, this, this show, this content wouldn't be a thing if you guys didn't listen to it, didn't consume it, and didn't like it. If you have any feedback, seriously, send it my way. Um, we make changes live if we have to because, uh, you know, it needs to resonate with you guys. And if it doesn't resonate, then that's the problem. We got to make it resonate. Got to make it real and raw. Don't forget to join me in two weeks for another episode. Hopefully, we'll be on schedule because it's been a while. I know it's been a while. But the plan is to do it every two weeks again uh, where I will continue to provide you with real-world context around technology. Bye for now.